0: You're listening to Conversations of Inspiration with Ben Moore and Scott Gunn on the EXP podcast. The show that brings you expert insights from those who have had an exponential impact on their industries. They say that success leaves footprints. So take a walk with us as we explore all things growth, business and mindset every Monday from 7 a.m. Sit back, relax and enjoy today's show.
1: Three, two, one. Good morning, gents. Morning. Good
2: morning. How are you doing, Ben?
1: Living the dream, living the dream. It's a nice sunny day. I've got some valuations in my calendar. I'm, I'm excited for the day ahead. How are you, boys? I'm all
2: right. I'm all right. I've got Ian with us, Ian Wynn-Jones. You all right, Ian? What well, boys? How are we doing? Busy day Very ahead good. as well. Valuations and take-ons.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> busy. Just <a> normal day.
2: <laughs> Just me and my sweatshirt and jeans hanging out at my house then, is it?
0: I've got to pull my finger
2: out,
1: I think. Come on, mate. Uh, to, be, to be fair, Scott, I think this is the first podcast we've done for a good few months now where I've not turned up in a snapback or a baseball cap and a hoodie, so I'm feeling it. It's nice to be the smart one for a change.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're looking the part. You're looking the part. Um, so how, what is it you've got to say in A couple of hours?
1: Yeah, so obviously I kind of... Um, down tools a little bit on agency not completely but took my foot off the gas a little bit towards the latter end of last year so um last week i started putting out some more content sharing to some local groups and trying to sort of put some valuations together um not to make me the feature of this podcast because there's much more interesting people than me to speak to today but um we've decided that we're not moving out of town we're going to stay local to where where i am and where i've been selling houses for the last couple of years so yeah just getting my toe back in the water really and speaking to a few local customers and, and trying to uh, get some sales through, so I'm looking forward to blowing off the cobwebs and, as you can see, getting the flat cap out again and hopefully going out and and signing up some houses. So I'm strangely nervous, but but very excited to get out again and pick up the tools.
2: You'll be rusty, Ben.
1: Rusty, mate, rusty. <laughs> well, to be fair, there's, there's probably not many people better than Ian to come and blow the cobwebs off for me because Ian, I think you're doing about four thousand valuations a day the <laughs> minute aren't you? <laughs> a well-oiled
2: machine, that's for sure.
1: You know what,
0: yeah, Ben, you. Yeah, it- What's it like? So obviously, you put your foot off the gas and then all of a sudden you, you're back out there. Are you that nervous or are you just sort of overthinking it?
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm not that nervous. It's just, um, I mean, I did my first pre-call for a little while because um, what I've been doing is I've been taking on the odd referral and recommendation, but for the most part, any inquiries that I've been getting... I've actually been teaming up with another EXP agent who covers the same area. So they've been taking care of some of the deals, looking after the customers. So I've been able to offer a solution. And and obviously, I'm kind of um, just handing the reins over to her to take control of the sale. So I've just not gone through the full process for maybe four months or so. So it's not that long ago. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I'm excited. And it sounds like a a couple of lovely clients that I've got in my diary today. So a a nice couple of deals to come back to. You're going to
0: pull those amazing videos on as well, mate. Are they going to do the, 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 the videos
1: again? with the, uh, the, the... Ho- Hopefully, mate. I mean, I think um, one of them is it sounds a bit tentative, just trying to get the lay of the land and, and sort of see what the options are. The other one seems pretty keen to lift. So, yeah, hopefully we can get the cameraman out and um, right, get do. some video features. I've missed it. I've missed it, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, mate, that, that, that's enough about me. I think people are sick of hearing my story now. We've done it more than once. And Ian, it's really good to have you on the podcast, mate. It's been long overdue. We've been speaking about this for a long time, so it's good to finally have you here. Cheers,
0: boys. Appreciate it. Thank
1: you. And how's life in North Wales?
0: Well, um, January's kicked off when everybody was thinking, or is it going to be, it won't be as good as last year and stuff like that. But you know what? It's just as busy. Um, January, we've hit record sales again, record instructions, February already, do you know what I mean? It's the 9th now, uh, uh, and it's still, like, ridiculous. Um, You know, we've I think we've got about 13 valuations already booked in, 14. Um, And then, obviously, you know, I'm still aiming to get that minimum famous figure that I go for, which is minimum 20 instructions per month, um, and minimum 20 sales per month as well, minimum. If I don't have that, then I'm having a nervous breakdown. But... (laughs) <laughs> my, my target's four <laughs> just to put that <laughs> <Some> perspective
2: i <laughs> aim for four 20 is that's mental mate that is absolutely mental and the funny thing is if you would have said that to me as your business plan two years ago if me and you had a conversation i probably would have phoned ben up straight after and said you won't believe what this lunatic's just said to me <laughs> but you're literally doing it every month it's crazy
0: but you know what? It's the bus. You know, it doesn't matter how many properties are list. Every property is a new one. And it's just that buzz of, you know what I mean? get an instruction, get in a sale, and then move on to the next one. Follow sales through. Bang, bang, bang. And I just love it. And, you know, and all the new EXP people I've seen this load just arrived now. It's just that, you know, it's your name above the door. What else can you ask for? You know, you, you've got the full tools of EXP behind you. You've got obviously people like yourself helping as well. You know, it's an ideal situation without the silly overheads. So you know what I mean. It's it's brilliant, to be honest.
1: It's uh, yeah, Well, well, may it's good to see you in a good place, and I think that's evident anyway. I mean, anyone who's seen. What you're doing and your social media and the levels of business that you do, and I don't think you can, I don't think you can really sustain and get to those heights unless you've got a genuine love for what you do. And and of course, on the podcast, we're going to sort of unpack if it's okay, and you know, a bit later on, we'll talk about where your business is at and exactly kind of how you got there, and, and hopefully get some tangible value and tips for people listening. But before we go into the present day, um, one thing I was keen to unpack Ian, because you've been on the podcast before. But last time, it was a very quick feature. It was straight to the nuts and bolts of how are you getting listings, which didn't really go into your backstory or your history. So um, I've seen you from afar long before you joined EXP. I've noticed that you've always been a top performer. You've always done very well wherever you've been. And that's not by coincidence. That comes from hard work and dedication and focus and commitment. So I'm really keen to sort of learn more about your backstory pre-EXP and sort of see how that all ties together to get us to where we are today. So, mate, if you don't mind, in as, in, in as brief or in as much detail as you'd like to give us, um, just talk me through your story, mate. Like, what, what, what's your history? What were what you involved with before you came over to EXP? Because I know you've been in the space for a while, right?
0: Yeah, so basically, um, in, you know, my, my background finished University Nottingham, where I did my, my degree and my master's over there. They went down to London to work for Savills uh, in Mayfair, Knightsbridge, Belgravia, and then did a stint tour in Dubai with um, Hamptons International part of um, Savills as well. Um, then moved back to London uh, with Savills after four years in Dubai, which was an eye-opening thing. Um, a Welshman in Dubai, or oh, that's interesting. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a comedy sketch show. Oh, well, honestly, yeah, unbelievable. You know, <laughs> um, but I did tell houses, so they must have loved me. <laughs> but also, um, obviously, moved back to London, missed home, so I moved um, to relocate to up to Manchester with Savils again, and then um, uh, my son was born, uh, and obviously with. Um, with everything that went on with um with my son. I moved back to North Wales after my son was six months old um, because I needed support of my family really, because otherwise I couldn't carry on. Um so me and my boy came back to North Wales. Um he's six months old, he's now 15, bigger than me, bigger attitude and everything. So that goes to say. Um but, but then became an area manager for Countrywide, which owns better terms and people like that locally. And then I joined uh, Purple Bricks because I felt our love of that that scenario um, of, you know, actually working on the high street, stuff like that. So I joined Purple Bricks, loved it, was there for about three and a half years, four years. um, And then decided, you know what, I want to change. um, And decided to take up a franchise with Easy Property for two years, uh, which obviously when we were speaking quite a lot um and then um you know um my my stint with um easy property came to an end and i joined these boys which is the best move i did and i wish i joined them when we were like originally speaking um you know i mean um and it's just been sort of i'm glad i went to easy property because it gave me like the insight that i can actually do everything by myself um because when i was with purple bricks bless them they gave us everything the leads and everything etc so in a way, I was taking everything for granted at Purple Bricks. So when I came across to Easy, I had nothing, um, no leads or nothing. So I had to create my own model um, um, and create my own sort of leads generation and everything like that. And I was like, you know, I was in, I was daunted about the whole scenario. You know, what am I going to do? You know me, I've invested a lot of money into this, etc. But you know what? It turned out all right. Um, hard work. It got me to where I was, and then it gave me the platform to basically come across to EXP with my name above the door and my face everywhere. And it's just sort of gone stupid. Um, and it's, you know, it's, you know, it's really enjoyable. And um, it, it, honestly, I just love it.
2: Mate, that's so cool. Um, I, I, I am curious because, you know, I've been involved with EXP from the beginning, as, as has been, whereas you've joined probably somewhere between then and the middle of where we're at now um i'd love to know what your perception was of exp before you joined and if or what is different now that you're part of it mate
0: yeah so um when i was first uh, approached by adam i thought oh here we go do you mean they uh do you mean another well it's going to be like a a mickey mouse scheme or something and i said to ad ad listen I'm all right for a bit, do you know what I mean? And you know what I'm like, boys, I'm to the point. Yeah, I I can hear
2: that conversation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Ad was like constantly getting in touch with me and said, listen, mate, I've said no once, all right? (laughs) I think I blocked him once as well. And I think, oh no, I'm blocking. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Um, And anyway, be persistent. Uh, A bit like, uh, obviously, yourselves, but... Uh, I thought it was just like, you know, one of these typical American things is going to come to the UK. They're going to say they're going to change the world and nothing's going to happen. It'll be another, it'll be another Mickey Mouse thing. Sorry. Uh, So I thought, okay, yeah. So I'm one of these people, I've got to be convinced in something and I've got to believe in something for me to join it. So I said to Ad, listen, I know you, you want me to join, but give me time just to sort of, you know, focus on what you boys are doing I saw obviously I was keeping a close eye on Ben uh, with everything he was doing, um, and a very close eye, you know, his ideas with letters, everything, his videos, amazing, etc. And I kept a really close eye on what's going on, and I thought, you know what, maybe this is this is the time, and I think I'm one of these people. I've got to double check it, triple check, etc. Speak to my family and stuff like that to make sure. Obviously, you know, speak to my mum, dad, because they look after my boy with me, um, to make sure that you know, I mean, I'm going to go fall into this. So um, decided on the quiet uh, with that, that you know we're going to sort of start you know getting the ball moving in October, um, and um, because my um, my um, segment with Easy Property was coming to end in December anyway, and I wasn't going to resign again, which they knew that anyway, um, and then yeah I'm here um, and you know what I wish I'd joined when Adam asked me originally, um, but to be honest, what has done is that all the prep that you boys have done has helped me to where I am today because I think if you boys didn't go through the lick of all the prep you did I'd be probably not earning the vickers and earning you know the number of instructions doing today do you know what I mean because you've done all the you know the nitty-gritty or so really it's been quite smooth with the likes of Olivia and them to be honest.
2: Yeah I mean a lot of things even like um, Ben do you remember when you first joined like I the, the, it, was, it wasn't chaotic, but it wasn't how it is now, was it? With the structure in place. And it, it's really interesting to sort of see that development and how we've sort of learned on a daily basis about how to... It's almost like that definitely EXP embraces that sort of continuous improvement sort of attitude of, okay, like that's a really good system you've got there, but how do we make it great? And almost by constantly reviewing that is, is where we're making those sort of gradual improvements on a daily basis. Um, it's interesting to hear you say that, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm always interested what the perceived view of us is because, I mean, I looking back, like I joined EXP because I was looking for an opportunity. I was looking for an opportunity to get into agency, so it came along at the right time. I don't know if I would have, like would I've left a job for it. I don't know. It's really easy for me to sort of almost claim like some sort of foresight with it, but it was just good fortune. So that's why I was curious as to how you saw it and how your decision was made and then how it's felt now that you're part of it. So, yeah, thanks, mate.
1: I think those uh, comments as well, Ian, it's it's fair, mate, because I I kind of felt the same when I've seen it come over because, you know, it kind of feels like there's a new concept or a new gimmick popping up every two minutes. But I guess for me, I jumped in out of desperation because I hated the situation I was in and the money that I was earning. So it's just a case of, do you know what? It might be a bit Mickey Mouse, but whatever. I'm not going to be in a worse position than what I'm in now. I might as well sort of roll the dice. But it's interesting because you're right, there's a lot of people that sit back in the shadows, the same as you did, and and for a lot longer than what you have. And they just have to see that social proof. Oh, such and such a body's gone. They've joined. Oh, they're having success. And I guess with with the time that passes, it's almost like putting bricks in the wall and sort of giving that validation that actually, maybe this is here to stay and something I should look into. Um, What I'm interested in in hearing, mate, because you've been through just kind of listening to, as brief as that sort of summary was of your career, You've had quite the career, right, over the course of the last few years. I mean, from dealing with just just reading between the lines of the companies you mentioned, Savills, Knight France, you know, luxury end of the market, especially down in London, we're talking multi-million pound units. You've been over to Dubai, there's a lot of cash out there. And then you came full circle and back to North Wales, which is very different to Dubai and and London. So how have you found that transition? I guess you've got a big background in the luxury market, reading between the lines of, of what you've said.
0: I'll be honest. Like people think that I, I love my two bed, three beds, four bed, you know, send me stuff like that, views stuff like that. But to be honest, my focus has always been the high end, um, you know, because that's why I've been taught through the lights with Sables originally, and then when I went across to Dubai. Um, but also, um, me going out and working with those companies over there has helped me because it's created what people in North Wales haven't seen. So and in North Wales, it's very much um, we'll do it tomorrow and it's very much regimented where, you know, so we'll we'll come to you when we're ready. You know, like my business, you know, it's my choice, obviously, but I'm open seven days a week. Um, and luckily, I've got the support I'm able to do that. Um, but also, um, all the regions locally doing that. Um, and also, you know, going back to the first break stage, I'm open until... Nine, half 9.10 o'clock at night because it's only like a quick text or something like that. My choice again, but you know what? That wins me instructions. It gives me like another upper against my my, my other agents quickly. So, but also it's being your personal, you know, real estate expert, really. You know, I'm not an estate agent. I'm a, you know, I'm a property expert because that's the new word. But <laughs> to be honest, it's like, it's a breath of fresh air locally here. What I've, you know, been taught over it with Savills, what has been done by and over here, like yesterday, I sold a property for one point one five million, um, and that was coming with obviously, you know, I'm interested in stuff like that uh, because that's what I do, um, and you know, you know, like like my listings, anything from your fifty grand shed to which is a cracking shed 50 grand to fifty one, one to, um, <laughs> to you know, two and a half three million pound property. So, but it's a big school, you know, but I would say I'm, I'm more you know more
2: comfortable the top end really yeah i that's I'm, funny you said that because i i thought you were more of the bread and butter sort of pile high yeah so that was a perception i had as well
0: yeah and, and do you know what I, I get that because i will never say no to those because they're my you know they're my lifeline um yeah, yeah. there's not many a million or two million or three million pound properties in this area um um, but to be honest, when I do get them and I, I want to sell them, and I will sell them, but I make sure the whole presentation is done properly because it's a good reflection on my business. You know, every property I put on, it's basically my 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 window of opportunity for people for new instruction. And you know, I'll give the same service to a fifty grand shed that I'm doing to a three million pound property. Exactly the same service. Yeah, that's cool. Because it's very important. Because you never know who who is what really. That's,
2: I think that's really important. I love that. I have I've, um, I was talking to another agent about it yesterday when we was involved in a chain um, and I just was just chatting away, you know, like you do sometimes and we were almost saying he was talking about negotiating on fees and having to lower the level of service. So, you know, I get that when you work in agency almost saying, yeah, you know, I can do 1%, but then, you know, that doesn't include, I don't know, after hours texts or things like that. And I, I just couldn't do that. I'd either want to agree a fee and it be for the full service or, not bother i'm not negotiating i will negotiate my fee occasionally but not the service so i think that's a cool answer mate
0: i think what i've done as well is that when i have relooked at my business this year um when i was what when i was last year i was like keen to instruct 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 which i am doing this year but what i have done as well i've increased my fees um and you know people think oh you're gonna lose business you're gonna do that nah you're not um, because people now want you, you know what I mean? And, you know, like, my fees now, you know what I mean, my, I'm averaging 1.25%, uh, 1.5% plus VAT. Um, I like, you know, the, the, the sale I've agreed for 1.1 million plus, that fee was 1.5% plus VAT. Oh, yeah, um, nice. So, But, but again, people don't flinch. Whereas the old Ian mentally would have thinking, ooh, um, okay, I'll give you 0.5% or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Because Mate,
1: Sorry, mate. I just wanted to say, like, I'm really, really, really glad that you've come to that conclusion yourself because I see it a lot of the time, especially with people who've been in the low fixed fee model, like you and I, have, and we both spent time at Purple Bricks. People struggle so much to come out of that mindset of the customer cares about fee. It has to be less than this price. And actually, when you've got a buzz about what you do, and when you're having success, and you've got momentum, like you have here, fee couldn't be less relevant it really couldn't so it's good that you've kind of come to that conclusion and and you're getting paid the right commissions because without question mate you deserve it
0: oh thanks mate thank you but you know what 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 gets me is that you know i mean like some people um we've seen on you know through the coffee chat stuff are worried about the fees but you know what stick to your guns because you know believe in yourself because you're worth that like you said to me ben you know when we spoke in london you know you're worth that every penny And, yeah, you're right, getting over that mindset that, you know, because obviously I was with you in PB where our fees were really low. um, It's actually getting over that and also being, you know, don't be desperate, you know, because there's plenty more stock to come on the market.
1: Yeah, yeah. Plus, mate, as well, like, you know, it's easy to get caught up on the wins and the losses of a deal-to-deal outcome. Whereas, if you think about it, if if you're charging 40% more than you was before and you're losing 10% instructions, you're still financially up and you've got a slightly better work-life balance because you've not got quite as much volume as you would have. So, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a false economy when it is that you're just chasing volume endlessly, just, you know, doing whatever you want to do with with your fees. Uh, Mate, one thing that I'm sort of interested to ask you, and maybe it's a bit of a tricky question, so I don't mean to put you on the spot too much, but it's something that I need to put forward because (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm personally interested. Um, Dubai is a hell of a hustle. Working in London is relentless, it's tough, it's fast-paced. At Purple Bricks, I know from my own first-hand experience, you was winning every award, the most instructions, the most sales. You was lighting the world on fire. When you went to Easy Property, I was keeping a keen eye on your progress. You was responsible for about 95% of their entire portfolio, single-handedly. And surprise, surprise, you're coming to eXp. And without too much time, you've absolutely shot the top of the charts in terms of your pipeline and your performance. Um. That doesn't happen by mistake. Um, so tell me, where does your relentless work ethic come from? Where does that? Where do you get that? Like, What, what is it that makes you so driven to that extent?
0: Now it's my son. Do you know what I mean that, That's my drive. Now is my son, but also um, my original drive. Um, when I'll go back a bit. So when I was um, in Nottingham University, um, my first year, I struggled totally. And I felt like a bit of a... Um, uh, or just a bit of a loser, really, because, you know what I mean, I was, like, you know, doing everything really high-end, you know, re- you know, everything locally, really well, school-wise, everything. And then all of a sudden, I went to Nottingham University and I was part of a big, a big um, you know, a big bowl. And then... Um, because I was taught everything through the Welsh. Um, English was like my second language. So, so so, that's why basically from being top of the class to, to the last, you know, you know, didn't help me at all. So, you know, I felt like a total loser and I was so down. And do you know what? Um, my mum and dad came up to see me. And I always remember this. My mum and dad came up to see me one weekend. And honestly, I was in tears because, listen, you know, I'm failing you. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know what I mean? It's not good. Um, I feel like you know I'm wasting your money and all that stuff. I said, and then my dad, typical dad, said, "Oh, buck up, Ian." Oh yeah, cheers, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love it, <laughs> love it. <laughs> but, do you
0: know what I mean? But what he did say to me, Ian, we don't care what you do as long you're safe. But also, you know what I mean? Don't let others pull you down. Just be you, and you and you will always win. So you know what? I thought to my dad, "Oh, what was he on about here?" You know what I mean? Typical dad. And I said to mum, "Oh, I'm not going to tell him nothing again." And <laughs> And then basically, after thinking about it a couple of days, I said, you know what? I'm going to knuckle down now and focus on everything. So since that point, I'm knuckling down. So when other people just like doing assignments here and there, and they took them like maybe a week to do an assignment, it'll probably take me about two weeks because I was going through the uh, doing through English. But you know what? From that point onwards, I wanted to make sure that I'm going to I'm going to, you know, compete to go back up there. And obviously I did, graduated, got my master's as well. Um, and then from that point onwards, I've pushed everything, you know, if there's something in the office in Savills that was winning, I'll tell you what, give me two weeks and I'll be winning him. You know, I'll be beating him in, not beating him with a baseball bat, but obviously winning. Um, <laughs> but that's my mentality. I want to win, but also want to be fair, but also I won't give up. A- you know what I mean? And and then obviously my son was born and then my ethos now is obviously, obviously what my background was before obviously my son now as well because I want to make sure that the success I'm having now is going to help him so if he wants to join me or not it's up to him he probably won't join me but it's still there for him if he wants to but, um it's that you know I'm creating a future for him now and a safe future really
2: yeah mate and you're doing a cracking job as well you know from the outside looking in mate you should be you know really proud of yourself and what you've achieved not not only in your business but by the sounds of it before that you know when you've been up against it i mean when you were telling that story about you as an 18 year old at uni i sort of wanted to go back in time and put my arm around you mate It sounded, no. <laughs> you know but fair play and to go on and get your masters as well it's um that's just damn cool mate you should just be really proud of yourself Ian.
1: oh cheers boys appreciate that thank you and mate one, one story that always kind of stuck with me and, and just to kind of i guess round off this whole thing about work ethic And uh, I'm jealous, mate, because I've, you know, I've had great success in it, good money, and I've been guilty of doing that classic thing of resting on my laurels and, Mm -hmm. you know, you sort of stop doing what got you to that position in the first place. But I always remember that story you told us, but for anyone else who's not heard the recording, where, you know, you took your little boys surfing at the beach and then you got out of the sea and you noticed that sailboard on the hill that wasn't there before. So you put your boy in the car, drove up to the house, you knocked on the door, started a conversation with the seller and ended up getting an instruction. I just think that, that that's, that's that day one work ethic. That's the sort of stuff that people might think about doing when they've got no properties, they've got no money, they're a bit desperate for instructions and they just want to speak to everyone and try and get listings. It's easier to do that on day one when you've got no choice. It's very difficult down the line when you've got multiple six-figure pipelines, you've got cash in the bank. It's hard to keep that output as high as what you do. And I think that that leaves highlighted and congratulated, late because that yes, that's rare, but, but that's special.
0: I, I think it's like I still do it now, um, do you know what I mean? Because I've always promised myself one thing in life is that I will carry on doing exactly what I'm doing from day one to the day I finish. And, and and Adam talks about this quite a lot, which is the process. And you talk about it. Scott talks about it. The process is there. If you follow it, you can be flexible as what you want to. Like my approaches might not help other people, etc. But, like, I love door knocking. I love meeting people. Some people don't like doing that. Some people love doing 2020s. I do that as well. Um, I do prospecting. I do everything everybody else is doing. The only thing I don't do um, at all much is obviously the videos Um, because, you know, that is not my forte. Um, But I do have my own TV bollocks, which is um, in Wales. Um, But that doesn't help me that much. But it gets my brand, my name out there a bit. But to be honest, I still do door knocking constantly. Like the other weekend, you know, went with Leo um, just for a walk and I'm in a bridge and I found a property there um, because I saw it came on, didn't have a sign or nothing. I just put my card on the letterbox. And then the next day, I basically drove there in my suit because I, was in, um, I wasn't I in work attire. So I popped there the, next, the following day. And it's that simple, just getting communication going. They are tied into a contract for now, but you know what? They know me, they know about me, etc. So you never know what's going to happen. Um, and obviously with, a, with a loop alert, you get told what's coming on the market constantly anyway. And that's how I knew about that. Um, so yeah, I'm, a, you know, because I look every morning and when that loop alert comes through, I look at that every morning to see what's coming on the market, what's been withdrawn, what's been thinking. Then I make a list mentally and also on my iPad, uh, which is before I get up, um, because I've got my Sky Sports on, I've got my coffee and then I've got that. Um, and then I'm just, I'm, I'm that driven because I want to be number one, um, in my
1: area and you know and and it's basically you know
2: that's my goal really mate Uh, sorry about you
1: so I was just going to say like it's just it's just I think it's just important to kind of freeze on that a second and just kind of like highlight and underscore and really emphasise you know there's nothing magical or there's nothing you know there's no silver bullet on this like it's just literally success is doing the basics very well and very consistently right so when I, if I say now Ian, and I don't want to embarrass you, mate. I know you're quite, you know, you sort of humble. You don't broadcast a lot about money and whatnot. And I don't want to speak out a turn, but without going into specifics, you know, you you banked a few quid. You have built your pipeline quite well. I don't think it's any exaggeration to say that if you carry on the road that you're on, <clears throat> and you turn your pipeline in line with company average, you could be making the best part of a million quid over the next year or so. I, I, I don't think it's too, uh, exa- you know, it's, it's not too unrealistic to say. Yeah, if I was to just put that out there as a headline or name this podcast, something around that sort of narrative, people will straight away be hooked in by, what, that's a big number, that's amazing, I'm going to listen to this. But actually, don't get distracted by the outcome. Understand that this process has been built from posting business cards, doing prospecting, sending letters, canvassing, knocking doors, all of these things that we can all do and we all really know we should be doing but often don't, is doing those small actions that compound into that kind of an outcome. And I think that's, that's definitely worth highlighting to, to anyone listening. Uh, sorry, Scott. As, as you no, saying,
2: no, there, it's no. no it's, it's better that you've, you've gone first, mate, because actually I can just say additionally to that, it's frightening to think what, where you'd be at if you were tapping up video as well regularly. Mate. My God. Yeah, I think you'd come across really well in video. I mean, that, that frightens me because arguably you're, you're doing the harder bits. You know, the bits sometimes people like to do, if they don't want to go door knocking and they don't want to sit and fold letters and network, a lot of the time they'll fool themselves that they're busy by producing video and jumping on Facebook, whereas you're doing the other way, if you like. I'd almost say you're you're doing the hard yards to pick up listings and then almost not putting the cherry on the cake that would be video. I mean... God, who am I to offer you any advice? But I'll tell you what, mate, you've come across great on video and you do in in what I've seen.
0: Oh, cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah, you'll need 888 on it, but that'll be all right.
2: Mate, it's frightening frightening to think, frightening to think the momentum you'd get if you threw in video as well. It really is. Um, But there we go. Ask
0: for you boys for help, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about any that. any Thanks, excuse man. to go to Wales. I know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, mate. I, I absolutely love, love, love. As you know, Ian, you know, I was telling you, we was we was yeah. looking at moving there at one point, like Snowdonia, Betsy yeah. but Might probably pronounce that awfully, but um, I love that it's part right. of the world. So, so don't cancel me. Mate. I'm Ian ruined all South the North prices.
2: Ian's killed it for you, mate. <laughs> there are no bargains in North Wales now, <laughs> thanks to Ian.
1: I know, I know. Be- be- before Ian started, you'd get a four-bed detached for 200 grand. you double the price for a stock. <laughs> That's a mate. Um, and, 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 mate you, you're not joking, you're not joking. Um, mate, just one thing that I want to sort of uh, unpack in terms of where your business is at, at the moment... You're doing, you know, a healthy amount of numbers uh, in terms of your listings, in terms of your sales, like I've touched on in terms of your pipeline. And um, I think a lot of the time people look at this kind of concept and think, oh, yeah, but I want to build a business. I don't just want to be, you know, a, a volume controlled, you know, bespoke one man operation or one woman operation. Um, you've kind of taken things to that next level, I guess, in terms of forming a bit of a structure around your business. So, can you just sort of talk me through what your business looks like in the background? I mean, are you completely solo? Have you got help? Are you with assistants, yeah. PAs, VAs? What What does your business look like? Well,
0: basically, the business is obviously me, um, and then I've got a PA who does some of my admin for me, etc. Um, she will pick up some of my post sales now and again, but I'm very. That's one thing I do need to sort of improve on my model is you know, posting out my post-sale support because I need to let go of that for me to grow my business further because I've, I've, I've noticed that. And then I'm speaking with that people about that now or whoever else is obviously interested. Um, so because that is taking some of my time because every Wednesday morning I go through my uh, post-sale support, I call it. Um, and then I've got four four viewing people and my viewing manager. So my viewing manager is my father who's retired uh, accountant, uh, financial advisor, sorry. Um, so he's basically you know he manages my viewings but I book all the viewings what I need to know is a you know have they sold b if they're not sold where is it I need to go and view it I need to go and value it um, if they have sold obviously I'm still a bit you know a bit clingy to that sort of aspect of letting that type that, that side of the business go so in a way I could possibly look at that properly um, but my father manages all my viewing people for me Every viewing, um, every second viewing that goes on in a property, I attend them. Being a fifty grand share to two to three million pound property, so if Mister and Missus Jones want to see the property for the second time, I will go there, um, and I explain everything about this in my um, in my evaluation with people to say it's not only just me. I have got a group of people working for me as well. Um, the way my business is growing, like you said, Ben, you know, for me to hit those figures, I'll probably be recruiting some more. Um, but that's my choice, do you know what I mean? I'm still a, a real estate agent. Um, it's still my name by the door. I'm still independent uh, with the help and power of eXp, but it's my choice for the rest, do you know what I mean? And for me to give a full service that my clients want, I'll need that support, if that makes sense. Especially when I'm doing numbers of, you know, 20 to 30 instructions per month, uh, 20 sales, etc per month, etc. I need to have that extra support. So as I move towards obviously next year or mid this year, I'll be looking to engage in a post-sale support business, being being happy or something because that will take a lot of stress for me, um, and that'll be hard. I'll be honest to sort of you know let go of that range because I think a lot of people in the XP are a bit scared of letting that go. But you know what, um, for that amount that they charge, it's a no-brainer really. But I, you know I will be looking into that in the you know in the coming months really. Best, um, thing do,
2: yeah. Best thing you can do, mate. Best thing you
0: can do, yeah. and And one, one, once you've let go of it, it. I, 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 have a str- I
2: don't know if you're like this, I have a strange thing with me in that deep deep down, I know I'm not good at certain things, yet I still feel hard to trust somebody else to do them on my behalf. Like yeah. My sales progression was appalling when it was down to me. It was like, didn't happen. And yet I still found it hard to let it go and really yeah, sort no. of think, God, the only way is up in terms yeah. of that, that service I was offering from a sales progression point of view. It feels like a it feels like such a big bag of rocks taken off your back, mate. Um, my advice, I think, I don't know what Ben would say, because he's done it too, is literally just to give it over and just like like it's probably like the first time like you let someone look after your boy. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you go out, you have a terrible night, you're having a couple of pints, just feeling oh, guilty no. and horrible. And like now, when you go out, you don't look back, you're like, see you later, yeah. son. <laughs> I'm going out, <laughs> see you in the morning. Um, it is a little bit like that because it is your baby. The only thing I—I I don't know if you found this, Ben. I mean, the the people that we use for our sales progression offer an amazing service, but I did have to watch that I maintained a level of contact with the vendor because I had a few transactions where people would be moving in, and I almost have them saying, "Oh, you must say thanks to Ginny" or "You must say thanks to Kirsty," and it was that almost that typical like yeah. corporate thing where. Okay, they they now don't know how to thank, who to thank for the service, and um, Ginny and Kirsty well deserved. But at the same time, I need them from my business point of view, like you do, to be remembering you. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: yeah. But yeah. definitely, definitely go for that, mate. If you, oh, my God, I assumed you would at least outsource your sales progression. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you know to be fair, you know, like, oh, mate, so, so mate, it, it, depending on like, I don't, I don't know exactly how many completions you're putting through a month in terms of units, but. It, it it might even be feasible based on the numbers that you're doing to just employ someone on a salary and have them sat in your office. And then you've, you've kind of, it's all, I don't know, that might actually be more cost effective than, yeah. than outsourcing. And I, I don't know, mate, we're probably going down a bit of a tangent there. But for sure, it sounds like there's definitely yeah. uh, something to be leveraged. Imagine how much time you'd free up for know, the front end of your business. Yeah,
0: because I'll be the, the, the reason why I'm a bit sort of concerned to let that go is because of our previous places that you and I worked at. Um, yeah. The post sale support wasn't the best, and it was just felt like a bit of a an online convening sort of. You know what I mean? It was just like getting nowhere, um, and maybe that's where my worry comes from, really. Um, but like you said, yeah, it's something I need to sort of definitely look into, and um, yeah, hundred percent, voice, I'll yeah, I'll do that.
2: It's not easy though. It's not, it's not an easy thing. I remember feeling I felt so weird when I clicked, I made a spreadsheet up to send over. And like as I clicked send, it felt really odd <laughs> that I'd just given away that side of my business. But promise you, mate, I haven't looked back once. I haven't yeah, looked yeah. back once.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you i can imagine you now can imagine being yourself progressive you go phone every 15 minutes yeah, you know, yeah. going, Ian, leave it to me I leave know, it to yeah. me block. <laughs> my worry with the service i use with ginny and Kirsten, is so people are less interested in talking to me after they've dealt with them <laughs> they're great they're great and no yeah i definitely would look at that but um Ian, so i mean let's talk a little bit about you know the future as well for you because I mean it's hard to see from the outside looking in how you could do much more in terms of volume and numbers. So, you know, talk us through what the future of your business looks like over the next few years, mate.
0: Okay. So the the short term goal is obviously, you know, what, what Ben's touched on really is getting towards, you know, half million to million pound pipeline and be the first person to smash those figures, you know, being the first person to smash the three, the four, the five, you know, that's my goal, and even if I reach five, it's six and seven and eight, etc. Um, but also it's still giving them the same level of service, um, without you know, you know, without sort of being like, Oh, look at me, I'm, I'm you know, I'm number one of this, and number one of that. I don't care about that as long as I'm number one in my own mind and I'm doing the figures that I want to do. Do you know what I mean? If somebody wants to knock me off the top, then brilliant, do it. Um, because I'd love that because I know that if I can do it in North Wales the hell imagine what people can do elsewhere you know what i mean and you know north williams you know we're quite stubborn we're quite sort of you know we're quite how to say not backwards but you know quite relaxed yeah uh, i can do what i am here imagine what other people can do it so my goal is basically obviously double the amount of instructions i'm, I'm winning double the amount of sales i'm doing just double everything still offering the same business and um, obviously, increase my team as well, um, and also have more sorts of, you know, in an ideal world, what I would love is basically people to turn around and straight away and said, Oh, who's your agent? Or it's Ewan, you know, who's your agent to go to? It's Ewan Jones. Yet, I'm not there, but that's what I want to uh, because I'm still a newbie here, um, even though everybody knows my name, et cetera. But there is so much I can do in this area, and so much I can sort of, you know, I'm only just touching the 10% of it. But I want to be, you know, I want to really, you know, be the number one agent for people who say, oh, Eamon Jones, Eamon Jones, Eamon Jones. And my son will get to so See his dad's picture everywhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that must be the case already, mate. Um, oh, yeah. But just, just, just what, what, one question that I've got, and I think that this could be like a massive value add for people listening. Um, all of those things, you know, doubling your pipeline, you know, building out your team, um, you know, getting more cash in the bank and kind of growing the whole business. It all starts with feeding the front end of the business, right? It all starts with getting more clients, getting more instructions, and the rest kind of follows on from there, like a bit of a domino effect. So, tell me as you're looking forward, what would you be doing? Tell me what the key I know you've dabbled in, the, in all sorts for lead generation over the years, but you tell me if, if I said to you now, right, Ian, I want you to go out next month and I want you to double the amount of instructions you've ever done before in a four week period, you tell me where you'd start and what avenues you'd follow.
0: Yeah, so basically. Still follow the process, which is obviously make sure you do the simple things, the canvassing, the you know, the letter drop in, you know, don't just letter drop and knock the door, you know, constantly knock the doors, don't be rude, just be polite. Um, obviously prospecting non-stop. Facebook is a mass amazing tool. Um, but also what well, Facebook is also good at is the marketplace. Um, when people can actually find out who owns the property and send them a little text or something. Little, you know, little things like that that helps you get instructions. Like I get two to three instructions by just doing the marketplace stuff a month, um, which basically i go through at night time when I'm watching my United moments which is crap, so I might as well just watch the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but looking at simple things like that, that gives you like a bit of an edge to somebody else, then all of a sudden, you know, that'll be two or three instructions that you never had before um again you know if i was if i was you know a bit more confident in me then i would probably say that i'll do videos because i've seen what a lot of people do in exp they do some cracking videos like yourselves you know Daisy does some good ones etc um even though it's like you find a sort of scenario uh, but it's like really classy um maybe i need to look into that maybe that's what i'd advise people to do or you can just use your phone and do it that way um you know just target every single route you know go to your local coffee shops you know start networking you know doing the hard graph early doors will get your results in three months time you know i mean you know getting properties listed today you won't see it for three months but whatever work you do today when you just started exp you will see the benefits in two to three months' time. And if you don't, phone me and I'll come down to meet you and I'll help you knock on the door. I know,
2: I know that's why I'm laughing. But okay, can I just flip that? So, the advice you're not asking me for any consultancy on your business, nor should you. But if the advice about the, the <laughs> But the advice you've got about right, you're crazy not to do letters, and you're crazy not to door knock. Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. I don't think you've really said that, but.
0: nobody, I, yeah,
2: you're right. Yeah, you know, I'm screaming uh, internally. I'm screaming out to you to do video, mate. I know, I know, we've covered that point, but but like, you'll come across really well, mate, and it will. Honestly, it's to call it the cherry on the cake for you isn't quite right because I think it'll end up being the volume of where your where your stuff comes from. Now, you know, even down to the fact that when people get letters or when you knock on the door, like that familiar, familiar familiarity of, oh yeah, I've seen you on, will just make people feel so yeah. comfortable. And but like Daisy, I remember um, she did some sort of tiktok type stuff yeah. when she first joined. I remember when she got a for sale board in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. I remember in the um, I remember in the world, in one of the meetings we had, she said that uh, she's really nervous about, like she's happy to do door knocking or something or happy to do cold calling, but didn't want to do video. And I'm like, video is so much easier than those other things. Yeah. You'd be so, you'd be comfortable doing video within, within three days. <laughs> I'm going to I tell you to buck off. up here. <laughs> 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 buck up and do
0: video. I know, yeah, like all say buck up, mate. <laughs>
2: you hey, your flying. <laughs> scary to think. Scary to think what you could do. I need Michael. to get a down
0: from blackpool, and you've got to cross
1: over <laughs> here. <the> <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna arrange that. We're gonna arrange that. Ian, um, mate. Lo- lo- one thing that I just, one last question that I want to sort of hit on, I guess, before uh, we wrap up, I'm just mindful of time, but I'm just really, really curious to know, if you don't mind sharing, and, and I'd completely understand if you didn't. What does your door knock look like? So, if we go. I answer the door like what are you saying are you going straight for the jugular um, I thing I can help you let's have a valuation are you saying is it more soft and nice and icy? Like, are you coming with a, a report or are you giving some, how, how does it look what do you do so
0: what I do is I've got these little A5s um, so I've got these in my car in my jacket and so no matter where I am I've got this so it's a little canvas thing I've done which has got everything about me and who we are and stuff like that which I will share with anybody if they want to um, but basically it's, you know, heart, you know, um, I'm Ian, uh, sorry to bother you. I won't keep you long. Um, I'm not going to be that typical double glaze person that basically, you know, it's all, here we go. When yeah. you're selling our sort of scenario, I said, listen, I love your house. Love have a proper chat. I know you're busy. I'll call you off guard. So don't worry. You can close the door. I'm a bit cheeky chappy sort of person. So I, I sort of yeah. say, listen, close the door if you want to, don't worry. Put this in the bin if you want to as well. No problem at all. But can I have five minutes of your time? And I can assure you I can help you sell this property or I can save you money. Um, And, you know what I mean? And what I mean by saving money is that, you know, A, your property will be sold quicker. So in times you've been on the market with any other agent, I would have saved you money in terms of obviously paying all the other bills, etc. And it's my energy that comes across for them. And you know what? Nobody's close the door to door on me. Nobody's sort of, yeah, all right, they're coming for a cup of tea or, yeah, yeah, come back tomorrow or something. It, it's basically just putting that energy forward that, you know what I mean, you're not too you're, you're a of a cheeky chat. people. That's me. Other people are different. But also it's being a bit professional as well and say, listen, I know I can sell your house. You know, I put it this way. If I know I can sell a house, I won't be knocking that door. So before yeah. I knock it, I've already done my research. I've already done my digging. I'm already know what's been on the market for. Simple things like that you can easily pull up you know, when you sit in the car, looking at the house something. Um, and I do that constantly. Um, even giving little tips and stuff that, listen, okay, you're stuck in a contract, don't you worry, sir. Ask your agent just to change the pictures around, maybe price point a bit better, and then all of a sudden, you might have sold it. Um, and then all of a sudden, that gentleman, yeah, he would have sold it, but you know what? I've had two of them who said, Ian, great advice, I've sold it, but you know what? Speak to my brother or speak to my whoever and um i've worn instructions that way um just being being, you know just being to the point really it's honest as well
2: what it's really honest what i like about that is so you're not you're not just blanket knocking on absolutely everything and saying you can sell it if you don't feel like you can't and also you're not doing that do you want to register to be a buyer nonsense you know Mm -hmm. which is In my mind, just means you're not registered. If you're not knocking to get registered as a buyer, then the first thing you're doing is lying to a future client. Whereas you're, you are just very much about I'm here about the sale of your house, which I'd imagine most people welcome.
0: It is, and you know what? Like I had one customer; um, she was tied into a silly six months contract, ridiculous, right? And she really didn't like the estate agents. But I said, listen, there's no point you can on the market with me because if I do sell it, you'll have to pay double fees. So you know, don't do it, but I'll help you. So I advised her what to do with the estate agents. She kept phoning me, Ian, we've had this offer without that offer. Even though I was in the estate agents, I was advising her what to do. Um, and you know what? She sold this. She got a good price. In fact, you know, the agent's obviously got a good price as well in the end, but that's thanks to me. But you know what? I like that because I know that I can put my head on a pillow and say, I've helped that person, but also I know in future, if they sell again, or if their family member sell, I'll get that house. Yeah, It's all about building that network as well.
2: Yeah. What what you're talking about now, I undervalued that when I was in employed, you know, when I was in corporate agency and valuations were just landing on my lap every day. I completely undervalued that network. It's it's like growing roots, isn't it, in your community? It's like growing deep roots in your community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's always especially with our brand, EXP, it's like, you know, you're more than just an agent with EXP you know you're their personal estate agent. And yeah are more than anything else
2: wicked well mate yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of of you and your business and all the support you give to all the other agents i know that you give a lot of time up to helping other people not only these vendors but i know that a lot of agents internally give you a ring and i know that you never fail to pick up the phone and, and, and give them your best advice possible mate so big thank you from for, for great that great. and you. uh yeah i'm a big fan
1: mate thank
0: you boys thank you very much
1: yeah Cheers, and really appreciate your time today, mate. Absolute pleasure.
0: Cheers, pal. Thank you, boys. Go smash that ball now, mate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I See wish me luck. Him. Bye, yeah, mate. bye. Yeah, mate.